It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Locked On Sabres podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is the Locked On Sabres podcast, Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin. Welcome into today's show. Kind of a part two of our previous episode. We talked a lot about Don Granado and his Zoom call from Wednesday morning. We got into Kevin Adams' Zoom call, which was the more interesting of the two, I thought, because you get some of the coaching topics that Granado kind of provided us with, but also everything that's going on with Jack Eichel and the future of this organization and the captain of the team. So me and Jordan get into it there. And we also will get to, in the back half, uh, the latter few minutes of the show, odds on Eichel. To be traded. To who? The Kings and the Rangers are obvious, but you will never guess who the third, fourth, fifth, sixth teams are uh, in the odds list. So that's coming your way also. After Granado came Kevin Adams. And I think we were all waiting since Eichel's, the moment Eichel's Zoom call ended Monday, we've been waiting for what Adams' response would be to Eichel's comments. Basically saying that like there's, there's no connection. There's a disconnect right now between himself and the Sabres organization. And Adams is the head of the Sabres organization. Obviously, it was very interesting to hear what he was going to have to say. He kind of count. He went against uh, an idea that there isn't an open line of communication, that there isn't a positive relationship between him and Eichel. He did not deny that there is a dispute between his camp, the Sabres, and Eichel's camp, um, Darren Ferris, the agent that, Eichel's side wants surgery. The Sabre side does not. And Adams even said, like, we do not feel comfortable. One of his comments was, we don't feel comfortable with him having a surgery that has never been done on an NHL player. We we found out more about what the surgery is um, from uh, from Elliot Friedman on Tuesday or Wednesday morning, maybe, that Eichel essentially wants to have artificial uh, disc replacement in his neck. He has a herniated neck and disc in his neck, and he wants to have it replaced with an artificial one. And that is something that's very rare in sports. It's kind of a newer surgery. The only precedent there really is for it is in the UFC. Uh, Chris Weidman, one of the top middleweights from the UFC, had it a couple of years ago, and he has since returned to fighting a, a few times. Um, and there's one other fighter along the way, a little bit lesser known, that also had it, but no NHL player has ever had it. And that's what Eichel wants. So, I guess you can understand it a little bit more from the Sabres perspective, but still in my mind, it's still Eichel's body and the Sabres knowing what their relationship currently is with Eichel. If they want to keep him around, I would still say, let him have the surgery. His it's not like he's just creating this idea in his head. Like he's getting it from medical professionals. Like he sought second opinions. These are not, you know, just he didn't fly off to Mexico to find um, some some different treatment. Um, it, it's a tough topic to talk about because we don't really know a lot about the medical part of it. Obviously, I without knowing a ton, I would still say just let Eichel have the surgery and see if you can repair the relationship. Yeah, I, I agree um, with the sentiment that it, you know, it's 
it's Jack Eichel's body. He he should be the one that has final say over what he does or doesn't do in terms of an injury. Um, but I do understand the Sabres' concern. Um, I think that they they're trusting their medical professionals, and I think that they're trying to tell Eichel like these guys don't want to like we're not trying to hurt you, like or we're not trying to keep you injured. Like, I don't think that that's the Sabres' goal either. It's just two different medical opinions, and Eichel mm-hmm. believes the ones that he got more than the, the ones that the team has. Um, so I think that that's just where – that's where at, the, at its core, that's where the dispute is. But I really don't think there's any, like, malice in terms of what Kevin Adams is saying. Like, I don't think he's trying right. to, like, keep him – like, he thinks that it's it's best to not have the surgery – I've heard from people that have had the surgery that like a sir, like, or have had neck injuries similar that it's not like it's, you want to avoid the surgery. Right. But Eichel must, it must be pretty bad for Jack. If it's, if he's gotten to the point where he's like, I want the surgery. So yeah, I, I, I agree that they should let him make the final call. I hope that they get it resolved. Um, but you know, I, I can understand the Sabres point in trying to convince him otherwise if they really feel like it's not a good move. Yeah, there were other clues, by the way, in Adam's comments that Eichel could be on the way out. He did say, though, uh, before I get into those comments, he did say that Jack Eichel has not asked for a trade. So even to this point, we don't have an official trade request from Jack Eichel. Um, but Adams did give us a clue that that could be something that comes in the future in that um, he made a comment. Oh, I just had it in front of me. There it is. We are, this is from Adams. We're going to get this right with the people who want to be here. And that was about a question about Eichel. He kind of got to that after a little bit. Um, other comments, by the way, about Eichel uh, that he quickly kind of turned into like about the young core. Um Actually, let me let me get to this one first about the veteran core. We have to be willing to look at any and all scenarios to help us improve. I understand that I understand what's gone on the last 10 years. It's real. It happened. But we can't wake up and dwell on that. It's not about this player has been here X many years. They've got to go. But more, are they going to be a part of the solution? Do they want to be a part of the solution? Um, that was from Kevin Adams. And then he went on about the disconnect really is more about the team and the city right now and not as much about Eichel and the organization. So kind of piecing that all together, my read is Adams sounds willing to turn the page. It doesn't mean he's necessarily has to even right now, but talking up the cousins and the middle stats and the Darlene's like that when he was talking about the young core, those were the players that he was talking about. So I don't know. It, he didn't, he didn't ever say like our goal is to get Jack healthy to be the best version of himself for the Buffalo Sabres. Like he 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 kept talking about like we want Eichel to be healthy so that he can be the best version of himself and that he can continue to be one of the best players in the world. There was never for the Buffalo Sabres attached to any comment about Eichel. So I, I'm nowhere near closer to a trade, but I, I wonder where you're at because I'm kind of going back and forth. I think on Monday, right after the press conference, when emotions were running high, I would have told you I was 95% sure he's getting traded. 
even this offseason. I would have said 95%. But now, there's no official trade request. There's willingness, and there's frustration on both sides. But I kind of want to go back towards almost like a 65 to 70% number for myself. They're like, I'm about 65% sure Eichel gets traded this offseason. Because it kind of makes sense for Eichel to wait. He's got a no movement clause next off season. And we're going to get to this list in a second about of teams that are most likely to trade for him. The Sabres have all the say right now. If they wanted to send him to Ottawa, they could send him to Ottawa and Eichel couldn't do a darn thing about it. And if I'm Jack Eichel, I'd rather stay in Buffalo than be in, in Ottawa, you know, think, and wait until next year. Revamp the, uh, think and revamp the Stutzel Paterka uh, combo. Ooh. You want an all German line? <laughs> German line one. Who are we keeping? Toby? Are they gonna? Yeah, <laughs> keep Toby around. Go, go trade uh, Reinhardt in uh, the first overall pick for Drysdale, and you can have your line. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think I threw a lot at you. I, there, first so pick, off, pick I want first everywhere. off, I want to say is that I really like what Kevin Adams says in interviews. Like, I just, like, that's one of my things that I like about him is that he does seem to get it, like, and he does let us know that he's aware of at least my frustration as a fan. Like, when he said, like, the disconnect is between the team and the city, I think that is absolutely right. Like, I think that the team, I don't think the the Sabres and the city have ever been this disconnected, this, like, at odds with each other. I don't think the fan base has ever been this low. And I'm glad that he recognizes that. Um, and I actually like his his thought and his commentary on. I really like what the young core is doing, and I'm not. I'm not. He's not overly concerned with the players that don't want to be here. And I agree with you. I think that I'm. I actually leaned more up towards him trading these players after the interview. I think you lowered it okay. a little bit. Right, yep. but you were really high, and I was pretty low. Right, I'm more around like fifty fifty now. Um, just based on, I think time is weird, and I still think the pandemic makes things weird. Like it just makes yeah. makes it hard to make these moves. It makes it like the the off season. I think is going to be short too, so it's just going to be mm-hmm. not a lot of time. Especially if Eichel goes to a playoff team, like there could be a playoff team that makes it all the way to what July. Like yeah, it's, it's gonna it take be. it's gonna take a long time for the playoffs, um, but I just like that he. I'm good with the Sabers turning and turning the page. I'm good with the Sabers because this this just doesn't work, and we've tried it so many times. Um, with even though Jack's an awesome player, like I kind of like the idea of having three really good players. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I just think like. Hockey's hockey's a weird sport like that. You can't guy can't do it all himself. I mean, even McDavid like couldn't do it himself. When when it no. was just him, like he was on an island and it was it was awful. Like, but now he has like another MVP type player with him. And he has like a pretty a better better roster than we have. Um so mm-hmm. like I just like the idea of like building around the group and letting it be the team that like wants to be sabers um and trying it again i don't know i I, i'm good with it as long as but the key is the value you have to get value for these players 
If you do right. three O'Reilly trades, I want you fired immediately, or I want him to resign <laughs> out of well, out of embarrassment. That's that's the good thing about the Eichel situation versus Reinhardt and Ristolainen. Reinhardt and Ristolainen, they've got to act like they've got to do it. Reinhardt's going to be can be a UFA next year if he wants, and Ristolainen can walk away for nothing. Like they've got to move on those. Eichel, if they if like you said, if they're only getting O'Reilly packages this off season, you just don't trade them. You know, right. Right. Like you just don't do it. Like having him play here and put up a point a game, but he's unhappy is a better situation than trading him for someone's third best prospect in a first round pick. Now I would imagine they would get more than that. And here's this Kings offer again that we keep seeing floating around. In fact, today, and it keeps the, the difference here is this isn't Sabre fans making this up. Like the Rangers offers we always create like Alexis Lafreniere and Igor Shesterkin in a first round pick. That's always Sabre fans and Sabres media throwing that out there as a potential idea. You never hear that from Rangers fans. You never hear that from Rangers media. It's always Kako and a first and Alex Georgiev. You know, like it's always their their third best offer. The Kings guys, they're they're stepping up. Dennis Ber- Bernstein, who covers the <laughs> LA Kings uh, out in Los Angeles, he stepped right up to me. He's like, you know what? It, what it's going to cost and what the Kings should do is Quentin Byfield, Alex Turcott, a first and a second round pick. They're two best prospects, both centers, and a first round pick that's probably going to be, I got to check where their odds are, but the Kings missed the playoffs for the third straight year. So I'd imagine it's going to be a top 10 pick. Um, let me just double check that real quick. The Kings are 10th. They have the 10th best lottery odds. So they're probably going to be picking 10th. Um, so like the 10th overall pick, the guy who went second last year and the guy who went fifth before that, that's hard to pass on. Even I know like part of me wants to sit here and argue with you about hiring David Quinn to convince Eichel to stay. Like there is a part of me that wants to do that. But I think the part of me that hears that Kings offer likes wants to do that more, you know? And I would imagine yeah. you're, that's an easy yes for you or an easy e- answer. For easy. You. Yes. For me. And I'm so against trying to appease Jack Eichel. I'm just, I just think that 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 is the same culture that is just, this team needs to be different. There needs to be some level of pride in this team. And I I understand like Eichel's awesome and he's a great player, but it's like, what does that say to the rest of the guys? Like, hey, we're going to hire this coach to make our captain feel better. Like, I don't know. I I don't like it. I just don't like the vibe. I I think that's. If if Jack Eichel really wants to go, like trade him and trade get him. get the best yeah. thing you can get, and like then we have this young nucleus that is pretty darn good, like on yeah. paper at least. Like as long as we develop them, like you have a you have a pretty solid group to work with, and I just think it would be a more fun like experience for the fans. Like that would that would expedite this rebuild tenfold yep by, that would by trading jack eichel like i i don't want like i don't want to i wish it didn't come to this but and then you're coupling that with maybe some a package of good stuff for reinhardt and a package of i don't know b stuff for ristolainen like yeah you could get someone's third best prospect for ristolainen or, or you get a, like a like a decent role playing forward like a yeah. middle six guy like try to do like a hockey trade with him like yeah why not like mix it up 
change change the change the attitude, change the vibe in there. There's there's like a poison in there, and I'm not saying Eichel's the poison. I'm not saying Reinhardt's the poison. I'm saying like just change the change the core, change it, flip it over, flip it around, flip this roster around, and let's start it over again. Stay tuned. More next to the Locked On Savers podcast with Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized for you in just minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, Client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash NHL. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash NHL. That's W E A. A L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. RockAuto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique, remarkably easy to navigate, quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. A word for bet online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but you got the NBA, college hoops, the NHL, all in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. For these Sabre games, you could bet on the exact amount of which either the Sabres or their opponent will win by. So if you think the Sabres are going to win by exactly two, you can find odds for the Sabres winning by exactly two. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. The best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is the site. BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Remember to use the promo code Locked on. Welcome back to the Locked on Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin. All right, well, let's look at Jack Eichel's next team odds from our partners over at betonline.ag. Head there to make all your sports wagers. Um, no surprise at the top, so I'll just give them to you. The Rangers are the favorite to be. This is, by the way, if Eichel is traded. So the Sabres wouldn't be listed here because it's only if he's traded. The Rangers are the favorite at plus 250. The Kings are pretty close behind at plus 300. These are all kind of tightly packed in here. 
third best odds, Jordan, are the Arizona Coyotes. Love it. You can go there. Eichel would probably hate that. <laughs> I know. That's a trade a year from now. He nixes. He's. I'm not going to Arizona. Are I don't you know. Kidding what, me? Why would we? <laughs> what could we get from Arizona? Clayton Keller. Um, they don't we get, have. Can we get. Can we get OEL? OEL. I don't know how interested I want to be in him though. He's like 31 He's at this old, point. Yeah. Uh, they don't have the elite prospects the Kings and the Rangers do. Right. So that was a weird thing for me. I was Kings, surprised. I think the Rangers would give us something good though. I think the Rangers would have to. Yeah. I think the 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 deal that the Rangers media keeps throwing at us, like that's just like that's not going to happen. No, they they don't trade him if that's their best offer. Yeah. Um, the Bruins are fourth at plus 500. Crazy. There's no. Way. I wouldn't. I would never do it, and I don't think they make sense. They don't what have. They enough, they don't have the, I don't think they have the space, and I don't think they have the players. They don't have the elite like the, young the players, players that they would want to send. Like Pasternak, right. if I'm if I'm a Bruins, I would say like, no, you can't have it. Like, and then that's where the deal ends with. Because like, I don't want any of your other players. Right. Like, I just Taylor don't think Hallback. it's possible. Yeah, cool. yeah, that'd be wonderful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Bruins doesn't do. make the Bruins makes no sense actually. The Bruins makes no sense. They're only listed here because he's from Boston. I actually read the other day he actually grew up a Canadians fan. So maybe we've been overplaying this Bruins thing for years. <laughs> um, isn't that amazing? That's so great. I know we've been that's talking about Jack it for like Eichel, five I years. I think that's yeah. very Jack Eichel. Like he probably did it to like piss off his friends. Like it's like a <laughs> joke. Like, like right. oh yeah, I I really like this. Uh, I really like the like <laughs> yeah. Um, the next three teams, Calgary, Minnesota, and Detroit at plus 600, 800, and 900. Calgary, Minnesota. Kaprasov? Kaprasov. <laughs> there's no way. Um, there's no way they trade us Kaprasov. No, oh, there's no way. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, uh, Columbus, Philly, and Washington after that. What was and the other one? It was Calgary, Minnesota, and who? Detroit. <laughs> That'd be another fun one. Enjoy that. So we'll talk more about these teams in depth because I don't got much else to talk about the Sabres right now. So uh, in one of our next upcoming episodes, I'm going to try to look through these teams, figure out a trade package for each, and we can kind of figure out how realistic uh, all of them are. We kind of already talked about Boston. Like, they're just not realistic. Um, Detroit, same thing. Like, the only thing they'd offer that I'd want is Dylan Larkin. And they're not trading you Dylan Larkin, I think. Um, maybe. Maybe they would trade you Larkin in a first. Um, and I'd be into that if I were the Sabres. Uh, Columbus at plus 1,000. Philadelphia at plus 1,400. Washington at plus 1,600. Any of those teams seem like dark horses to you? Not really, because they don't really have the prospects. Like, I just don't think they... Like, Philly could give you a decent little like group of guys, but that, that doesn't make sense for them, I don't think. Like it, it goes to their side. Like, why would Philly want to give up like a Travis Konechny or something, and like a couple other players, like, and then hurt all their depth just to get Jack Eichel they, around? They are the team that loves to do trades like that, though, aren't they? That is like, true. That's that, true. They like to. They they're the they're the guy in your fantasy league that makes a big trade just to go to the group chat and be like, "Hey guys, see the trade I just made? Holy cow!" Right? Like they they want the attention. The Flyers. Like who would be um, an untouchable Flyers player? Provorov, um, Couturier, Konechny. Like they don't. I don't think they have an untouchable guy. No, like Carter Kevin Hart. Hayes. 
Yeah, Kyle Harvey's they, they, been a disaster this season. Yeah, they'd probably be like begging off to take him. Would you take <laughs> a flyer on Carter Hart? Um, no, pun not intended. for Eichel, of course. Just in general, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I would. Like, like, would you trade Sam Reinhardt for Carter Hart? Is that too much? That's that's, that's very risky. That's like, very maybe. risky. I mean, but it's like I kind of like it. It's like a gambler move. I'm gonna put a poll up at Locked On Sabers because I because I would bet game. on him being being more likely to be good than horrible. Yeah, I would too. I think the Flyers always mess up their goalies. Bobrovsky. Yeah, I mean they, they don't play any. Game. They don't play any defense either. Right. <laughs> they still they still the Flyers. All right, before we continue on with these Jack Eichel trade odds, we want to let you know this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other Sabre fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked on Sabres once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league in the NHL. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked on Sabres podcast through our Locker Room conversations. Go to download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL and the Sabres group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Sneaky Joe Sports to be notified when my room goes live. See you there. Locker room changing the way we talk sports. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W. But you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to the Locked on Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin. Um, the Capitals, the Capitals are, no. a lot of these teams just, their cores, are their valuable pieces are too old. For the Sabres, right? Right. That's my thought. And and Jack Eichel is not the type of guy that you trade for when it's like, oh, you're the missing piece to our puzzle. Like you're just like foundational guy. He's not Ryan O'Reilly. Like Ryan O'Reilly is like a like he's a great player and he was like well deserving forward. But like Mm. Ryan O'Reilly is not I don't think he's like the best player on a Stanley Cup winning team. He's like the he's like a a really good like (laughs) Really good core piece. Still right? out here saying that after he won the con Smythe. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's like he's like a like a top three yeah. guy on the team. Like you, if Ryan O'Reilly is the best player on your team, is he the best player on the Blues? Maybe. I mean, I uh, he's he, when they won he the was cup in the playoff run. He was in the playoff run. Yes. When they won the cup, well, though, it was like it's a it's a it's a it's a big three for them. It was him. It was Alex Petrangelo on the blue line. And it was Vladimir Tarasenko. That's like, that what was I'm their saying. big thing. Like, he he can't do it. Like he's not going to be like Alexander Ovechkin, where he's like literally like. The, I guess that really nobody wins a cup like that, actually. So, 
I know what you I know what you're driving at there. I was like, just he, trying to say like he's not like you would never consider, like put Ryan O'Reilly with like Connor McDavid and be like these are the best most dominant forces in the NHL. Right. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> all right, so Chicago, Montreal and Toronto are the last teams on this list. They're a little, little long shot. Chicago plus 2000, Montreal plus 2200, Toronto way back down at plus 3300. Um, Chicago is only on here because of the Patrick Kane thing that everyone wants to force happen on social media. I don't know if I would want Do people actually want that? What? Do people actually want that? Oh, everybody tries to put Patrick Kane on the Sabres. All the national people usually. Oh, the national Um, people do. Okay. Yeah, they love to trade. They love in their hypothetical (laughs) trade pieces to put Patrick Kane on the Sabres. But the thing is, I'm also not 100% confident that the Pagulas wouldn't fall in love with that idea. I would hate it. <laughs> Patrick Kane, the return savior. Yeah. Like he's just, so, just, he's old. I feel like ownership would go for it on some level, maybe not in an Eichel trade, but no, wouldn't it have to if be an Eichel trade? Cause he's up, still if, an elite offensive player. If they passed up on like a Byfield Turcotte combo for old Pat Kane, I think I'd, I'd have to quit my fanhood. <laughs> like it was just, it just wouldn't, I'd yeah. be out. Like I'd be out. If that's <laughs> that the would case. be the final straw. And like, yeah, would I want Pat Kane to be a saber? Yeah, I think it would be kind of fun for like a year or two. But it's like, suck. that's not <laughs> that's not what I want to trade Jack Eichel for. <laughs> right, right. Um. So, all right, and so then it's all about restarting the rebuild. Yeah, Montreal was on that list. They don't make. They make. I mean, you're trading them in division, so that's tough. I saw your. I saw your hypothetical with them. I was kind of in. Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, and two first-round picks. Now, I don't think Suzuki and Caulfield are quite to the caliber of, of prospect that Byfield and Turcotte are with the Kings. Suzuki... Get the extra first. Yeah, Suzuki's kind of tough to compare there because he's a little bit older. He's already played in the NHL. He's already provably good. Um, Caulfield is kind of like Byfield and uh, Turcotte where he's only gotten his feet wet. Um, it's just, it would be tough, tough to trade him in the division. Tough to do that. Yeah. I think. No, it would. It would. That's why if I don't Montreal see any of the still division ones. I don't see any of the division ones happening. Toronto. Then that brings us to Toronto, who's last on this list, a plus thirty three hundred. No, chance. I did put up. I put up on at Locked On Sabers earlier today. Would you trade Jack Eichel to the Leafs for Mitch Marner? How do you think that poll went? Uh, I would. I would guess the Sabers fans are like, yeah. I bet Sabers. There's probably a lot of Sabers fans that are sick of Eichel. Sixty four point four percent said no. Okay, so they're not dumb. Would you do that trade? Marner is, I mean, he's Straight had 90 up. points. He's had 90 points, but he's a winger. Who's he on the line with? Is it Matthews? He's almost always with Matthews. Or uh, he might be with He might be with Tavares this year. I I'll, I'll, I'll that, that, that must be so tough for him. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh, no, he wasn't, with, well, he wasn't with Matthews, but he was with this other elite center. I would want more. Like, I think, I think we would, <laughs> I would want more. Um, just because now, Michael's a center. But. He is probably, though, the best player that we've mentioned. And he's he is. young. He's 23, 24. Um, so like, I mean, this trade is... This will never happen. <laughs> never. There's no way. The Canadian, the Canadian fans would be like, you're trading another Canadian for another American? 
Well, they're the ones out here trying to tell us that Matthews is the MVP when McDavid was breaking the sport. <laughs> they're two just mad because they wanted they wanted McDavid. Right, everybody wanted McDavid. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Matt uh, Marner's teammates for his career. Uh, Tavares, no, actually Zach Hyman is first, but very close behind oh. um, is John Tavares and Austin Matthews as his most common line mates in his career. So, I mean, yeah. I like Mitch Marner as a player, but it's. I just don't think like straight up. I feel like we're kind of losing that. Also, Le- Michael in a Leafs jersey would be <laughs> gross. That that doesn't that one doesn't bother me the, that much. I go in a Bruins jersey would hurt me more. Yeah, me too. That that no way, never do that. I don't care what they offer you. It could be they could give you thirty first round picks. I would not trade him to Boston. We'll talk more about these teams and potential trade offers, of course, coming up on future episodes. We are going to kind of change gears once the NHL playoffs start, which they begin by the way on Saturday. So little strange because the Canucks had that shutdown. You've got a little layover, uh, overlapping, I should say. Saturday, the playoffs begin, but you will still have games between like the Canucks and the Senators in the North division. So the other divisions are starting on Saturday. The North division begins sometime next week. Um, so as the playoffs begin, we are going to kind of change gears. We'll still talk plenty of about the Sabres off season topics, but we are going to talk a lot about the NHL playoffs once they get going here. So a little bit more of a national look on the podcast here. So thanks everybody for listening. This has been the lockdown Sabres podcast, with Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin, part of the lockdown podcast network. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.